0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. For Wednesday, August the 10th, I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about one of the patterns that's emerged with new home buyers. The typical scenario with a new home or a condo purchase involves signing a purchase agreement several months, sometimes a year in advance of the actual delivery date. There's a number of real estate closings scheduled for August and September this year, when the actual agreement was made in the fall of last year. In some cases, the agreement was signed over a year ago. So fast forward to today. Interest rates have increased. Appraisers are taking a much more conservative approach to the valuation under direction of the lenders. So fast forward to the closing, and many buyers did not have a rate lock on their financing. They also didn't have a bank appraisal to accompany the loan request. While the borrower may have qualified with the bank when they signed the deal, They didn't have a commitment letter from the lender with which to close the deal. The net result is that many buyers are finding themselves no longer qualifying for the home that they purchased. So some buyers are actually walking away from the deal and forfeiting their deposits. The builders then left sitting holding onto a newly constructed home with maybe a 5 or 10% deposit paid on the signing of the deal, but no buyer to close the deal. They also have no path to selling the property at the original sale price because the property won't appraise at the original sale price. One builder I spoke with this week was selling homes $100,000 below the original sale price simply to unload them into the market. The builder's probably still going to make a profit on the sale, but a modest one. Some purchase contracts were also written with escalation clauses, whereby the builder could pass on the increased cost of construction to the buyer. Here too, a contract change notice would have been sent to the buyer who ultimately could not close on the deal. Many builders have experienced significant schedule delays as a result of supply chain disruptions and labor shortages. Closings that were supposed to have happened earlier in the year were delayed to the point where interest rates had increased and valuations had fallen. Buyers got caught in the crosshairs of the delay and changing market conditions. Now these cases are not rampant, but they are happening with enough regularity that the builders I've spoken with are definitely caught off guard and having to adapt at the last minute to the changing market conditions. The issue is not the absolute value of the homes. The issue is not the cost of the homes either, nor is it the actual interest rate being charged by the lender. It's the rate at which these changes have occurred. Prices increased rapidly in the market in 2020 and 2021. When analysts say things like, these price increases are not sustainable, this is what we're talking about. Some builders would have been celebrating at the purchase prices for those new homes when the contracts were written a year ago, back in 2021, or maybe even eight months ago. Now they're left holding a property that was built with a different set of market assumptions. How long can they hold on to those newly constructed homes is an important question. The interest rates associated with the construction financing are much, much higher than permanent financing. They're also generally variable rate loans, so the holding costs are way higher than they would be for permanent financing. Inventories are rising in markets all across the U.S. and Canada. Some properties are selling below asking price, but at the entry level of the market, inventories are still pretty low. We're seeing properties that are priced below the median sale price selling at or above the asking price with multiple offers. Buyers for townhouses are keeping their contracts so far, at least with all the builders I've spoken with. The biggest issue is in the middle of the market where financing is a major factor in the ability to close the purchase. This isn't really affecting cash purchases, but in the middle market where financing is a factor, valuations and appraisals are definitely having a negative impact. In one highly publicized case, a Vancouver buyer for a condo faced a delay of 10 weeks between the time of the purchase and the date where the lender ordered the appraisal. This was a resale of an existing unit and not new construction, but a lot changed in those 10 weeks and the lender's delay caused a shortfall of $13,000, which the buyer would need to fund out of pocket. In the end, the lender offered a separate line of credit for the $13,000 shortfall, of course, at a higher interest rate. The borrower had been pre-approved for a higher loan amount than the purchase price of the property, but the delayed appraisal forced a lower loan amount because the property didn't appraise at the purchase price. We're not accustomed to prices changing rapidly in real estate. It's gonna take some time, for a new floor of price stability to be established so that buyers and sellers, borrowers and lenders can operate with confidence. Many lenders are offering rate lock premiums, which allow for interest rates to be guaranteed for a longer period of time in exchange for a fee. That can be a useful risk mitigation strategy in the event of a delayed closing, but in the absence of an accepted appraisal, closing alone is not guaranteed in today's environment. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day.